0: Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guest, Stephanie O'Day, a certified life coach with a background in childhood psychology and development. Stephanie is also an author whose latest book is How to Live Slowly, Peaceful Tranquility in a Frenzied World. And she joins us this morning to highlight some of the important pieces that can help us live more calmly and more fully. Stephanie O'Day, good morning, and thank you so greatly for being with us this morning.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Happy 2022.
0: Isn't that just incredible to be saying 2022? It seems so far in the future.
1: It does. (laughs) I've been practicing, so it rolls off my tongue a little easier. (laughs) But I I have made a few mistakes when writing it. I've had to go back and autocorrect myself
0: well that happens i i think for all of us for a period of of weeks even as we get started into a new year I, it's just getting the brain on track which is i think part of you know just all of what uh, we want to uh, experience with you this morning and your insights and what you've developed as this expertise of helping us to consider how to slow down, because part of that writing the wrong date is, is, you know, we're just kind of on autopilot and just going at the same pace all the time.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. And I think sometimes when people hear the phrase, slow down, They think it means that I'm asking them to become one with our couch. And that is not what I mean. I mean to take the time to plan and really pay attention and try your hardest to get out of the autopilot kind of hamster wheel approach to life. And just because you've always done something one way doesn't mean that you're destined to do it that way forever and ever. And so just pausing and, and paying attention is this really what i want if i continue on this life trajectory am i going to be happy in 3 years 5 years 10 years down the road
0: and and will i actually survive if i keep, if i'm going in a frenzy if i keep this pace up is this really sustainable will i uh will i survive physically well uh,
1: right yeah no no ab- absolutely so i'm calling into you today from right on the gateway of Silicon Valley. My, my suburban home is in between San Francisco and San Jose. And the frenzied feel in the atmosphere and when you're out on the walk or, or going into Starbucks in the morning, it's palatable. You can feel frantic energy in the room. And I realized this isn't what I want for myself. This isn't what I want for my kids. And I really try my hardest to teach them and model the behavior that I wish for them, which is, hey, get your get your nose out of the phone and then let's let's pay attention to what's going on in the here and the now and make eye contact with people and, and chances are you're not rushing to, to save somebody from a burning building or you're late for neurosurgery. So let's just take a step back. And, and pay attention to what's going on and what it is you want out of your life. And don't just mindlessly rush ahead without really carefully and thoughtfully planning out your next steps.
0: And that does take some time to plan and have this realization. Although, And sometimes at the beginning of a new year, we, we consider that, but... Maybe not, and th- these last, uh, you know, now it's going to be t- almost going into the third year of of a very altered kind of time. Uh, it has, I think, for some people, they've used it well. Other people, it's still a, a frantic, frenzied time.
1: Um, absolutely. So, so my my best advice would be kind of the old school financial advice of paying yourself first. But I absolutely. Pay myself first every morning. And, and I, I'm actually a 4 a.m.er. I wake up at 4 a.m. and some people would think, oh my gosh, Steph, that is nuts. There is no way I already am cramming so much into my day. There's no way I'm going to get up even earlier. <laughs> and I hear that. And my counter argument is I do this because it's the only time I have all to myself. It's me and my coffee pot and the journal and a quiet house, and I can pay attention to what it is I'm actually trying to accomplish during the day and schedule it and set myself up rather than firefighting. So for me, I get up at 4 because my husband gets up at 5 and the kids start waking up in the 6 o'clock hour, and then we've got a puppy who wakes up, and that takes a lot of time. But if I waited until the kids woke me up or the puppy woke me up, I would already be feeling Behind and that I wasn't able to center myself and plan out the few things that I really wanted to accomplish during the day.
0: Aha! Uh-huh. There is that real important strategy of getting prepared for the day. Question is, how much sleep do you allow yourself to have?
1: <laughs> so I, I love sleep. I, I'm a big sleeper, and the, and I'm lucky in that my children are older so they don't need me the same way somebody who's got young kids in the house would. So I'm happy to fall asleep on the couch quite early, sometimes 7 o'clock, 7.30, and then my husband will poke me at about 9 and say, (laughs) okay, let's go upstairs, and we go upstairs and watch exactly one television show, and lately it's been reruns of The Big Bang Theory, and then I am out um, every night definitely by 9.30.
0: So that's great. You're... Because I think that's also important for us to get sufficient sleep and in order to be able to maintain kind of a, some calmness in our life.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I look at kind of paying attention to the three really big things that pretty much all humans need to pay attention to. And so some people call it a three-legged stool I, I consider them like these are the big rocks that I'm going to pay attention to. And it's your health and that's your financial, excuse me, that's your mental health and your physical health, your family. So those are the people immediately around you and then your finances. And if those three things are working, then you you feel great. You feel golden. But it But if you're sacrificing one of those things, um, you're not going to feel complete. You're not going to feel whole, and you will have that sort of I'm behind feeling, and that's what promotes this sort of frenzied atmosphere. And so if you're sacrificing your health, either your physical health or your mental health, in order to boost your bank account or go, 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 hustle, 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 um, it, you're, you will end up crashing and burning. And if you know that you're sacrificing your family, and the needs of your, your children and your significant other because you're super focused on meeting a particular goal, that's not going to feel good either. And so the, I do some coaching, and the women that I coach, I point out that one of the best life lessons came from the television show The Golden Girls, mm-hmm. and that's if we're lucky, life is long, so there's plenty of time to do all the things. Don't feel like all of the decisions you've made at the beginning of the new year, you have to do all of them right this very, very second or you failed. So so go slow and, and methodical and just do tiny little baby steps in the right direction. And that's really all I'm asking anybody to do.
0: So it, A, it does take a moment or a long moment to to consider this and to have that conversation with ourselves and uh, plan even just a simple strategy.
1: Yes. There, there's a, there's an old kind of quote, and it floats through the cybersphere every so often, and it says, everyone should take an hour to sit in nature every day. Unless you're busy, then you should sit for two hours.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, I have not heard that. I'm in the wrong (laughs) cybersphere, I think, but that's lovely. (laughs) That is so great. And when you were describing the three-legged stool, it made me envision this. And I thought one way to maybe see how we are either balanced or not is to uh, kind of give a number to each of those legs of the stool? And is it then sitting comfortably, or is it off kilter and falling over? That might give us a good visual picture of where we're at.
1: Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. There's a coaching tool called the Wheel of Life. And, and that is exactly what they do is there's all these different spokes on the wheel, and you number them. And and if your your wheel is a little out of kilter, then you need to pay attention to that. And that's exactly the same with a three-legged stool. You are absolutely on something there. Absolutely.
0: So great. This is really wonderful, Stephanie, to get some very, I think, simple and uh, fundamental tools to how to approach living our best life. Because we only have in this reality, this one physical life. So we want to make it the best we can.
1: Um, yes, yes. Right. And while we're we're living in kind of this sort of uncertainty with the pandemic, one thing that is really lovely is it has sort of gotten us to take a step back and we're no longer doing things and adding things to our calendar that we don't want to because of an obligation or or feeling like oh I better go do this and and so that is kind of a gift that has come out of it and, and if invites come up if, if different obligations or, or things that you think are obligations come up if, if you don't immediately say heck yeah I want to do that then then just say no don't add it to your calendar out of guilt
0: really prioritize what is of importance Yes. And so you are a certified life coach. Is this an exercise you would perhaps do with someone you're working with is to uh, make a list of these things, or is it already evident for them?
1: I think a lot of times people are taught to put everybody else's needs first, and you feel a little guilty taking time to yourself and And sort of pontificate and people make fun of those who they use the term navel gazing or Mm -hmm. navel grazing that they're just spending time paying attention to their belly button but there's a lot of good that comes from going within and taking the time to listen to your inner thoughts and figure it out what it is you really want to do we all have these these different inner voices and thoughts and sometimes we squash them. And sometimes we numb them out by too much TV or too much food or or drown them out with alcohol because we don't want to hear the inner thoughts. Um, And what I try and mentor and coach is to start paying attention, start listening. Are these thoughts serving you? Are they helping you? Is there something that you need to address? And a lot of times, once you start paying attention and really kind of owning your inner thoughts and shining a light on them, they go away awfully quickly. So something that you've been carrying around for the last 10, 15, 20 years can actually disappear really quickly when you start talking back to that, those kind of cranky thoughts and, and inner beliefs. And that's what I try and help the women that I work with and just sort of map out and program their GPS and, and pay attention. Like, okay, so here's where you are right now. So all of the stuff that happened in the past, that's what got you right here. And if you're not healed from that, then maybe you need to spend some time with that. Maybe you need to invest in some therapy. But if you're ready to move forward, that's what coaching does. Coaching takes you from where you are to where you want to go.
0: And you mentioned as you begin your morning at 4 a.m. with the journaling, is that a way to, uh, you of course have been doing this for so long, but someone maybe freshly addressing this, does the journaling help to uh, kind of get those thoughts outside of ourselves and be able to look at them and realize whether we really want those or not?
1: Yes. Yes. Um, Absolutely. So I do a bit of a brain dump and then I have a guided journal. Um, It's actually on Amazon. It's called 30 days to a new you under my name. And what I like about the 30 day journals is if you have a little mini goal, that is such a great way to sort of challenge yourself for the next 30 days to pay attention to that one particular goal. And that's it and move forward. And so that's what I do in the morning is I work on my own particular 30-day journal and I see, okay, well, this is where I'm headed in these next 30 days. How can I work backwards to make it happen? So whether or not that's a financial goal or a health goal or something um, that I'm trying to make happen in our own particular family, um, uh, even, even something as simple as a home organization goal. Like, I really want this garage spotless in the next 30 days, and just sort of working backwards. So again, we're not crashing and burning.
0: Which, if we think in terms of New Year's goals because of the time of year, this makes so much sense because, again, you're just looking focus with focus at one thing at a time. It's not going. I think in in uh, in your writing, you you mentioned running around like a chicken with its head cut off. That kind of a f- <laughs> frenzy.
1: Yeah, that it. That's not a fun feeling. <laughs> <laughs> not not a fun feeling. Well, it's really it's really interesting when um when you're driving to a new place, you have to really pay attention and listen to. Um, To Siri and and your Google map telling you turn by turn but once you've driven to the same place a dozen times or so, you now can just get there and you have no idea how Mm -hmm. you got there. Your body was just on autopilot and paying attention to these little mini goals, it disrupts your pattern. It's it's sort of shaking you awake, fully awake. Like, okay, so if you want some change to happen you 're going to have to actually change your habits and and, and make make stuff happen and and it 's just a very simple and easy way to get into and so another wonderful thing about journaling bright and early in the morning is nobody is asking you to do anything. you haven't looked at your phone yet, you haven't checked your email you're not feeling behind like you have to put out a fire or catch up in any way. It's just you and your thoughts. And, um, and for me, the coffee pot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I, that coffee pot, it's, uh, it's really important. Besides being kind of a lifesaver, <laughs> there's just something soothing about it, right?
1: There is, there yeah. is, there's, there's something very, um, just sort of methodical, and and you're creating a, a sort of little mini tradition yeah. um, for yourself. And and whether or not you drink coffee, it's whatever it is you're doing in the morning. You can have your your green smoothie. That's a okay with me.
0: <laughs> yes, whatever the favorite beverage is. I but I'm right there with you, <laughs> uh, Stephanie, with that coffee. So your latest book is How to Live Slowly: Peaceful Tranquility in a Frenzied World. So that is really addressing this pull on and we might want to use this as a guide um, along with podcasts. So we'll, we'll mention too that you have a series of podcasts from, uh, that are on your website that we can access old shows as well. But all of this is our tools that we can incorporate into our life you know, at the pace that we can because certainly we want we don't want to stay in a rut. We're wanting to make our life be something that's meaningful and that we're happy in.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And and we're in a funny sort of time in that a lot of people are spending their time watching other people live their life. So they're watching other people post their highlight reel on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, although I've never logged on to TikTok because I'm just not interested. But watching other people live their life instead of paying attention to their own. And it's the same even when it comes to watching sports on T V on the weekend. And like, okay, so yes, you absolutely here and there can can sit and and watch these other people for the next three hours live out their life, or you can fast forward and and get the highlights and figure out the score and then go outside and and go do something with your life. And um, we've, we've sort of, as a society, become accustomed to living passively instead of living actively. And I would really like to have you pay attention to that.
0: And you have had that experience, obvious. well, I guess not obviously, but that's why you're authentic (laughs) is because you've had the experience, you've worked it out for yourself and you want to share it so others can experience having the life that they really want to live. That's
1: my hope. That's my hope. I've been writing online since 2008 and the Slow Living Podcast came about this past year and... I just enjoy helping people. And the funny thing is, is I got my start helping people by writing Crock-Pot recipes. And then I shifted when the Instant Pot came out, because the Instant Pot is this pressure cooker. And I sort of had this inner voice, this voice of God saying, well, just because you can do something fast, it doesn't mean you should and I had this sort of epiphany, aha moment of, oh, that's what I want to do. Is that I like crockpot recipes, but does the world really need yet another <laughs> pot roast recipe? And and I and I just, I want to help, and I want to point out that just because you might think that this is all there is, or that this is your lot in life, or this is as good as it gets, and I'd like to point out that that's not true. Because again, if we're lucky. Life is long, and you have no idea what's around the bend. And you might as well put yourself in a position to enjoy every bitty bit of it and and get your health in order and get your finances in order and pay attention to the important people and relationships in your life.
0: And that comes with taking the time to look at it, because I I mentioned getting into that rut. Sometimes we just slip into it so unconsciously and think that that's what it is, we need to take the time, shake ourselves awake, and, and really find out what is it we truly want. So you knew you wanted to be helping people, and it can be done, as you've just shared with us, in multiple ways.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's what gets me out of bed in the morning and gets me excited, is is knowing that somehow, some way, I am um, can help um, other people to try and, and live their life the way that they want to in a way that feels good. And then it creates this sort of chain reaction is my hope.
0: Well, and that's very critical. What kind of world will we create if we can all be on this path or living life that really is fulfilling to us and we are happy with it if we have at least the majority of people doing this what kind of a world have we then created
1: i think that would be a world that i'm happy to leave to my children and grandchildren absolutely
0: <laughs> isn't that the truth yes uh back to your books for a moment you know as i saw just this really amazing list of books. And yes, there are a lot of slow cooker and crockpot uh, book recipes. I thought, well, it makes sense because slow cooking, you know, leading to just doing our life at a slower pace. It, it just goes hand in hand. <laughs> that's,
1: that's the hope. That's the idea. I, I got to tell you, my, my cookbook publishers were not super thrilled when I told them that I was not interested in learning how to use the Instant Pot, I just, I just wasn't, it wasn't for me, and, and I didn't want to pretend to, to do it, so.
0: Yeah, well, I, I am nowhere the kind of expert as you are with these devices, but I did get, um, I've had my Crock-Pot for a long time, and I've got the Instant Pot, but I just haven't been able to quite Make it click, but it does have a feature of a slow cooker on it too, so in that way uh it, it's handy to have to have a, an extra one because what did I read? You have fourteen crockpots
1: i do I do so in in the beginning when I was writing and and cooking an awful lot, the manufacturers were sending them uh. to me. so um so I do. I've got quite an arsenal, and I bring them out and I use them and it's it's a fantastic way to entertain. I like to line the countertops up with them. So then I'm not in the kitchen when my guests arrive. And I can pay attention when they arrive and and sit on the couch and have a glass of wine and make chit chat rather than poking at the stove or the oven.
0: That is brilliant. What a great tip that is for us. We may be doing a little entertaining. And even with that, it's great to do. And, you know, as, as the world may open up, as we open it up more for ourselves that is a wonderful way to serve. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. So as we, you know, kind of think about winding down and wrapping up, what other um, bit of information would you want to impart to inspire us and to encourage us to really, besides the goal of living your best life, uh, to get there? What would you say, Stephanie,
1: Absolutely. So in the slow living podcast, um, I share what I've sort of boiled down as the five steps to living a slow life. And the first one is to declutter. And so a lot of us are holding on to, well, first of all, too many things in our house. So, so you can physically declutter, but then you can also declutter old mindsets, old beliefs, old patterns of doing things. And then once you feel confident that you've sort of cleared some things out, you've got space for for new thoughts and and new ideas and new happenings in your life. And then the second one is to sort of map your course and program your GPS. Know where it is you're headed. So envision your, your life in five years and 10 years from now. And how does that look? And from where you are right now, how can you get there and so sort of chart your gps and dream and and it's okay to dream big i have some some great big huge juicy dreams and they're fun and and i love to to encourage women especially to just dream really big and just trust that somehow if it's meant to be it it will fall into your lap and then the third is to take action and and just keep moving forward tiny little baby steps at a time and then the fourth is to try your hardest to stay present and stay in a position of acknowledging all that is wonderful and good and have this sort of attitude of gratitude and it sounds cliche but if you're listening to our words right now you've got a computer you've got a smartphone you are probably living a pretty gosh darn great life in many, many ways and pay attention to that. And then the last step is to, to tweak and, and just constantly re-pivot and pay attention. And it's okay to pause and it's okay to, to take time for yourself. And it doesn't mean that you're not continuously moving towards your goals or your dream, and it doesn't mean that you're sliding behind. This isn't shoots and ladders. So taking the time to sort of reposition yourself doesn't mean that you're sliding backwards. It just means that you're sort of trying to better position yourself as you move forward.
0: That's amazing. In a way, very simple five steps, very doable and taking it bit by bit. What can we create starting with just a month and taking it a month at a time? Just so great. And you're amazing. I thank you so greatly, (laughs) Stephanie, for uh, spending this time with us. I know I feel even much more inspired and I really relate to these. And so I think all of us can learn and grow and be better. So so I'm going to say learn more slow living tips with Stephanie O'Day on her Slow Living podcast, available on all streaming services and at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast. So once again, many thanks for taking time with us this morning, Stephanie.
1: Oh, absolutely. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: You're so welcome. That brings us to the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Stephanie O'Day and Sunday Morning Magazine with Dr. Kara Fitzgerald. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I will get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 106.9 webpage. Just click on the podcast tab, then either of the show names, and then look for the guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of considering health, from what we put into our body to how we plot out our day. Have a week the same and then please plan to join me again next weekend or another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Good morning.